Hello. If you're able to, please close your eyes. Take a deep breath in. And a deep breath out. Relax your shoulders. Unclench your jaw. Take another deep breath in. And another breath out. You can open your eyes now. My name is David and welcome to Mindful Moments. Today I'd like to talk to you about my job. I'm a full-time content creator and have been for almost two years. And that's something I don't really talk about on my channels. But that's one of the things I'm loving about doing this. I can talk more about things that I don't usually talk about. And I can talk in more depth because I have more time. I love being a content creator. I absolutely love it. And I call myself a content creator rather than an influencer because I see the two slightly differently. An influencer is someone who lives an aspirational lifestyle. People follow them for who they are and what they're doing. They follow them either because they want to do what they do or because they love watching them live their life. So very often an influencer will be followed for who they are and their personality. As a content creator, I feel that people follow me for the things I create rather than because who I am. Don't get me wrong, I have a wonderful community who I actually believe sees me for who I am authentically. And once they do follow me, do enjoy my personality and who I am and enjoy seeing that in my content. But predominantly, I do get followed because a video has made someone laugh or they've enjoyed mindfulness or they've enjoyed something to do with music. People follow me for what I create, which means that my responsibility is to make sure that I create things that are worthy of people following me. And I love doing it. Absolutely love doing it. And of course, I earn my living from it. Mostly through brand partnerships and brand deals. I have wonderful management, really, really good management. And even before that, I was fortunate enough to have worked in full-time jobs before. So when I started this, I had a few rules that I've stuck to that really served me very well. The main one being never working with anyone or doing any branded or advertising content that didn't align with who I am and what I want to put out. The way I see it, I have a very big responsibility to the people who essentially have given me the platform they've given me by following me to make sure that I keep my content authentic no matter who it's in collaboration with. Obviously, I have to post some branded content to earn money because it's my job now. But anytime I work with a brand, I needed to be someone who I'd use or yeah, whether I'd use the product myself or whether I liked the brand and would have worked with them if you know I wasn't a content creator. I need to make sure that everything still aligns. I've turned down a lot of things and I continue to turn down a lot of things because my logic is that if I can turn it down when I feel like I need it, I'll always be able to turn it down in any circumstance. And that served me very, very well. And now, as I said, I have really good management who make sure that they vet everything that comes in and only put things in front of me that align with who I am and what I create. In England, we also have something called the ASA, which is the Advertising Standards Agency, which makes sure that anytime a content creator or influencer posts something that's to do with the brand, you have to disclose that to your audience. So if you've been given a gift package, you have to say, this has been gifted by XYZ. If you're being paid to post something, you have to say ad before you post it. 
And to me, those are great rules. Those are absolutely fantastic rules. If someone is trying to hide the fact that they're working with a brand, none of the reasons to do that are good enough, whether it's because they want the content to see more authentic, whether it's because they don't really want to work with that brand, but they want the money for it. Really, we should only be working with people we're proud to work with. So it's very good that we're forced to disclose those things to everybody. And it's only what our audiences deserve and our communities deserve. I wouldn't want to be lied to. The people who follow me don't deserve to be lied to. So I wouldn't lie. And I had an incident this last week that actually underlined how well I'm doing with that, but also how, how upset I would be if people thought that I wasn't operating like that. I went to see the new Disney film, Elemental. I was invited. And it was a really great film. Really, really good film. There was part of me that was worried. I was past Disney Pixar films. I was past children's films. But that part of me has been put to bed. Those worries are gone because Elemental was fantastic. I'm not going to say too much more because I'm not being paid for this. And I posted on my story. I said, everybody go and see this film. It was fantastic. A few days after that, I saw one of my friends. And they said, should I actually go and see this film? Or should I not bother? And I said, yes, go and see the film. I told you that it was fantastic. And it's like, oh yeah, but you know, you don't, you never know what someone's going to say if, if they're being paid. And I wasn't being paid. I'd been invited. The way that things work are if something has been gifted to me or I've been invited somewhere, I don't have to post anything about it. I post in goodwill. I like to maintain good relationships with brands and I'm always very grateful to be invited to things and as I said before, I'd never accept anything I don't want to do. So if I've been invited and I'm there, it means I want to be there. And that means I'm grateful to be there. If something's been gifted to me or I've been invited, I don't get paid. If I just post ad with no disclaimer, that means I'm being paid to post. But again, I feel like my branded content fits into my normal content very well. There's not too much of a disconnect. And I only work with brands that I like or I enjoy their products. So my friend said to me, should I bother going to see Elemental? And I was deeply offended because there's no point in me lying. I wouldn't lie. And that's just one of the many things that not I dislike about my job. Actually, no, I do dislike. I'm going to be honest that I do dislike about my job because it's okay to dislike things about your job. Because I'm aware that I have a job that I love so much and I'm very fortunate to do and that has the benefits far outweigh the bad things. I always feel like I'm not allowed to be upset or to dislike any parts of it, which is unhealthy because the dislike doesn't go anywhere. I just It's just me refusing to acknowledge it. So before I talk more, let me issue this disclaimer that I love my job. I love doing what I do. I'm very privileged to do what I do and I do it to the best of my ability because I want to merit it and I want to deserve being in this position. But yes, one of the things that I don't like is that I feel it's impossible for people to always believe that you're being authentic because most of the people who follow me don't know me personally. And I just don't want my community to ever think that I'm lying to them or that I'm not telling them the truth because I wouldn't lie. I have no need to and I have no desire to. So yeah, when I post branded content or I work with brands, when I go to events and stuff, I worry. It makes me a little bit anxious actually because I think are people going to think differently of me if I do too many brand branded branded contents, too much branded content? Sorry, are people going to be upset with me if I if I go to too many things? Am I going to look like I've changed, like I'm a different person? And it's the mental side. It's the mental side of being a content creator that can be very difficult. 
I love it. I, I love it nonetheless, but the mental side can be quite tough. And that's where I'm so pleased with how I talk to myself. My inner voice is a very positive one. And that's really why I want to talk to you. What I want to talk to you about today is positive self-talk. Self-talk in general. Because we're always talking to ourselves constantly. And in my job, in the past few weeks, I've seen self-talk or the subject of self-talk or the topic of self-talk come up very regularly. And I feel like this is one area where I actually do quite well. There's always improvements to be made anywhere, but I feel like I do quite well in this area. When I was younger, I have four siblings, all wonderful people, super intelligent, very kind-hearted, very funny, great to be around, just lovely, ah, just lovely, lovely people. I'm going to text them after this. And when we were younger, obviously, as good parents do, our parents made sure that we were always nice to each other. If I called one of my brothers stupid, I'd be in a lot of trouble. One of the things my parents also did, which I'm super grateful for, is that they would act exactly the same if we talked about ourselves that way. If I called my brother stupid, I'd be in a lot of trouble. If I said, even offhandedly, oh, I'm so dumb, I'd be in a lot of trouble. The same way as if I talked to one of my siblings, if I talked to myself that way, I'd be in a lot of trouble because my parents really believed that talking to yourself and the way you talk to yourself and the things you speak over yourself are so important and so powerful. There's actually a verse in the Bible that says, death and life are in the power of the tongue. And the things that we speak over ourselves and the things that we affirm over ourselves are really that important. If I call myself dumb every day of my life, even in a jokey offhanded way, if someone else calls me dumb, that already slots into the place that I've created in my own head that believes that I'm dumb. The world can be cold and life can be cruel enough externally without us speaking to ourselves that way. And I feel like that part of my upbringing really filters into my friendships and relationships now. I take it so personally when one of my friends says something horrible about themselves. I'm like, what are you talking about my friend like that in front of me? How could you? How could you? Because life is hard enough. Life is really hard enough. I think by now, most of us will have heard, you know, the whole thing that you're supposed to talk to yourself like you talk to your friends. And it's just so true. I think a lot of the time, it's also illogical to talk to ourselves that way. One of the worst things to do that a person can do is make fun of someone when they're in the gym. Have you seen those videos before where someone's in the gym and someone's making fun of them? And it just makes you so angry because you think this person is clearly in the place where they're trying to improve themselves and you're making fun of them. What more do you want from them? That's really how I feel when people I care about and when I talk negatively about ourselves. Chances are, if you want to improve something, it's because you've had an external influence telling you that that thing isn't how it should be. So, say so I want to be more disciplined. It's because you know that discipline is a positive thing. You see people who are more disciplined than you. You've seen people who you feel are like you being called lazy or you've been called lazy yourself. So that's why you want to work on that discipline. So you try and be more disciplined. You set things in place for yourself. You try and work on those things. And then 
you fall slightly short sometime, as we all do when we're trying to improve things or pick up on things that we haven't done before. You fall slightly short and then you say to yourself, I'm so lazy. I'm so lazy. I'm not a disciplined person at all. I'm so dumb. When you do that, it doesn't add anything to what's going on. You're piling on top of things that already exist, which already weren't helping you. We can't bully ourselves into being better. If we try, sure, we'll scare ourselves into changing our behavior short term. But then, inevitably, we will fall short at some point because nobody's perfect. And if that's all it takes for the negative self-talk to come back in, it means that we weren't really making a foundational enough change. There are ways to encourage ourselves and to do better without having to be disrespectful to ourselves. We don't deserve that. We don't deserve to be disrespected by anyone, especially ourselves. Self-talk is so important because we're talking to ourselves constantly throughout our lives. We're always going to be there. So we need to get along. If I fall short or I disrespect myself, the way I respond to myself is always an indication to me of how well I'm doing mentally, actually. As I mentioned last week, I've had quite a mental dip in the last few months. And I realized that when I was doing things wrong, I'd be saying, oh, you idiot. Like that, that was, I was, oh, you idiot. Like I'd say that to myself really regularly, which as I've said, is not how I was raised. And it's not how I like to operate. And one time I caught myself saying it. I thought, whoa, 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 where did this come from? And it's because I was feeling so down about myself that I was starting to talk to myself like someone I disliked. And I really had to make sure to nip that in the bud. Sometimes I'll start now, I'll say, you eat. I'll stop. I'll say, you're better than that. I know you're better than that. And I'll change the you idiot to something that challenges me but doesn't disrespect me or puts me down. Rather than you idiot, I say, I wanted to do better than that. Same sentiment, different words, different effect. I'm better than this. Come on, you know better than that. All gently encouraging, all challenging, all holding myself accountable, but without calling myself something that I'm not. And without calling yourself something you're not. The way that we talk to ourselves is so important. We're always going to be there. And you don't deserve to be disrespected or talked down on by anybody, least of all yourself. When you challenge yourself, do it in a way that encourages, holds you accountable, holds you accountable, my apologies, but still challenges. You're better than this. You can do better than this. You want to do better than this. Come on. We deserve encouragement. As I said, life is hard enough. And yes, my mission for myself in the next few weeks is in my job, in my professional life, and even in my personal life, to talk to myself more like my friend. I deserve that. You deserve that. Everybody deserves that. Thanks for being here. And whatever you're doing this week, I hope you have a wonderful one.